Thank you for taking the time to download this podcast from Rosendale Research School. If you've enjoyed it, why don't you sign up for our monthly newsletter? You can do this via our website at rosendale.researchschool.org.uk. Welcome to the Rosendale Research School podcast on this uh, unseasonably mild January Friday. Mm -hmm. Um, The tables have been slightly turned. Normally, it's uh, it's Mr. Cranston, Doug Cranston, who uh, is who, who hosts these. Uh, sometimes uh, Kate Atkins, our head teacher, as well. However, I'm going to be hosting today's uh, podcast and talking and talking to Doug. And um, what we're talking about this afternoon are uh, well, specifically the Year Six um, Action Research Project. Um, each year group and in some cases individual teachers have undertaken an action research project this year. And uh, we're two weeks away from spring half term, so we're, we're about halfway through the year. Um, now, Doug, you are... Uh, do, you want, do you want to introduce yourself? I mean, the, 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 most listeners know. Yeah, I'm, I'm Doug Cranston, as Matthew's just said. Uh, I'm a year six teacher now, and at the moment I am with you sort of managing all the action research projects that we're doing across the year groups just to say i'm matthew criddle i'm uh, uh, head of uh, year two and lead practitioner at uh, at rosendale good okay doug do you want to sort of just briefly outline your action research project um and just say a little bit about how you arrived at your choice yeah um i think you know, year six is inevitably going to be quite a little bit too, not too much, but a focus on the core subject, shall we say, of maths and English uh, in preparation for the SAT. So we, we were, as a year group, confident we didn't want to do anything necessary with reading, writing or maths. Um, but we were also quite aware in discussions that we'd had that we were, you know, noticing the more, I suppose, the softer, or what, what's called the non-cognitive skills, the social and emotional learning skills, um, that we were thinking, gosh, these children really should be better at that or have a greater understanding of that before they move on to secondary school. And mm. when we were doing this, it was just about the same time the um, EEF guidance report on social and emotional learning came out, which uh, we can put in the uh, bl- a blurb to this podcast. And looking through that, we suddenly thought, yes, we definitely need to go with some of these, perhaps putting into our own programme together. And then we thought, actually, of course, these children in nine months' time, they're going to transition to secondary school. So the whole secondary transition then seemed to be a really good opportunity to address everything. Um, and hopefully uh, this sort of made us come up with a research question, uh, which we formed once again with another IEE document which gives you guidance on running your own innovation research programs but the project title the research question we come up with was what impact does a tailored series of lessons uh, informed from all the different stakeholders delivered over a three-month period we're sort of talking really after SATs before SATs and the summer term certainly have on providing a successful and positive primary to secondary transition for our year six children okay what yes yeah, so what just say a little bit about those um these tailored tailored lessons what's well we, we were sort of as well as the research the guidance report there's also there was a study in 2013 from 
University College, uh, which was called the School Transition and Adjustment Research Study, which followed about 2,000 children in the southeast of England from primary to secondary. Yeah. So that's a really useful information for thinking, wow, who should you involve? What things should we be looking out for that might be an indication of a child that might find transition quite hard? I mean, I should say that majority of children make a very successful transition. Um, there is a minority, often including the SEN children, that do experience difficulties, um, which, you know, impacts their attendance, their emotional health, and ultimately their academic performance. So it's kind of, if, if we can better serve that minority, I think that would be great for us to have a look at. Okay, so it's provision for the whole cohort. Is that right? Absolutely. Okay, yeah. but um, you will be identifying perhaps some uh, of the more vulnerable children. We will, definitely. And I, I mean, you know, transition is... It's very different across different schools. We at Rosendale, over half of our children will go to our multi-academy trust partner, the Elm Green School, which makes transition for them a lot easier because we know them and we can yeah. feed on. But there are certain children that don't get lost in that transition, but you never necessarily have a face-to-face -face meeting with people in that school so mm. you can uh, mm. pass this information across. So we've sort of started, that the rationale being that we will start doing the majority of these things in the summer term when it becomes a bit more realistic, certainly after March the 1st when uh, the children find out where they're going. Mm -hmm. But before this, we've, I've already been in touch with uh, parents and carers from last year's Year 6s, mm. the current parents and carers of Year 6s, just to find out and gauge what sort of aspects, what, what strong points they think has made for a successful transition and what the problem areas have been, just to see which they think the areas are we need to focus on. Mm. Plus also, each cohort is different and our children will also have a say. We've been asking them lots, quite a lots of questions actually using a great feedback tool called Plickers, which some of you might have used. I'll put a link to that also mm. in the blurb, which kind of gives you an idea of where they are, where the children are. I, I find myself sometimes saying, oh gosh, that's going to be a problem at secondary school, isn't it, if these things aren't ironed out? And I think, um, and, and, and having done this for so long, we just generally lose touch them when they get to secondary school. Um, hopefully things turn out well, but I think I've, I'd feel much better, certainly, if we put many more things in place to do this. Yeah. Are you able to say a little bit about what the children will be doing in these... Um... So, we've got... There's... Of the skills we find that will be relevant, that people say are relevant, both from this UCL study and other things that, that our previous parents have said they find useful, we will put together a series of lessons which will be largely uh, along the PSHE social and emotional learning lessons, mm. which is just giving guidelines on what to do in these certain situations and guidance what to do in these sort of things, so that we really feel that we've given them everything we can before they go away not just the academic side but the other skills that we kind of so often forget sometimes thanks Doug um, can you say a little bit about how the uh, action research intervention will, will be delivered so we sort of are currently in the sort of pre implementation just getting feedback from all the different parties next week I'm meeting a couple of the heads of year seven and some mm. of the transition schools that we're going to just have a chat with them yep. to let them know about the project and things like that also yep. we'll, we'll hope to get in a lot more feedback yeah uh, on where it's going we and will shed some light perhaps on some of the the challenges we will challenge and difficulties and that I, yeah and i think that year six teachers 
what I would really like to do, if it's possible or not, as I do have time, is to chat with those children individually, perhaps with a parent, just to find mm. out, which we we have parents even, perhaps we can link it into that, so that they have their, they might have concerns that they want to be raised as well, which often isn't done through the school's conversation with the secondary school. I mean, we're fortunate here, aren't we, that we have strong links with the our partner school in our multi-academy trust, which is the Elm Green School. Um, a fair number of our uh, children do do go to Elm Green, so we have strong links with the with the with the team there. Um, which will be, yeah, I think that would be a rich conversation It'll to be, be had. Great. And also with those children, you know, this time next year, probably a bit earlier, say November 2020, we can follow up the kids who've gone from our year six mm. to their year seven mm. and their parents in a follow up mm. and find out, well, what did work? What was the problem? And hopefully smooth that process out because um, it, ca- it can be, it's a majority it's fine, but it can be quite a harrowing process. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think... Um, yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a different kind of animal, isn't it, a secondary school? And do, will you have an opportunity, or are you able, do you think, to interview this current Year 7 cohort at Elm Green, some of the children there, perhaps some of the, um, the, the Year 7 lead could, could point you in the yes, direction of some children? Yes, I have, here. and actually on the uh, questionnaire that I've just sent out to the parents and carers of our ex year sixes now year sevens mm. I've said if you are okay with me coming in to chat with your son daughter that yeah. would be really useful as well because yeah. it's just things like I just I mean it'll be things like I mean for my own children it's just organisation is a whole new thing isn't it that you suddenly think well my word everything I've got to get ready and I've got to do it myself and, and those things that but well, we give you a little bit before you're doing it. Hopefully, you can have a bit of an idea to get that going smoother before you start that. So, yes, in answer to your question, hopefully, we will get some feedback from the transitioning previously children to year seven. And then, in terms of following up to measure the success of this uh, this intervention, I guess you will be um, interviewing children again. Next it, yeah, year, and whether and, through a questionnaire or hopefully going off to, our, to the Old Green School to, to actually speak to them to feedback what they've got. Interesting enough, another thing which I should have said, which often has quite good success rates in transitioning, is that when children are given a task to do at the end of year six, we used to call them transition tasks, didn't we, in year six? Mm. But so they might do, be doing a series of six lessons about something three of which are done at the primary school and then when they start in September that's fed through to the secondary school and they carry on doing some of that. Now I'm going to see if certainly where the majority of our children go that is something we could put into place and that is uh, this previous study suggested gives it much more continuity from the primary to the secondary in the fact you're carrying on a project that you started in primary and now you're in secondary Mm. just for that sort of first Mm. week back when you're doing things. Yeah. So we'll try and um, organize that as well. I think, yeah, that sounds like a really valuable exercise. And, and, and in terms of the lessons, I mean, once you've sort of identified between now and you're talking about post-SATs, that this, is, this, is, this, is, this particular sort of intervention will start. Um, so you're going to be tailoring these lessons based on uh, your findings over the next sort of couple of months. Which issues we think, we yeah. think I mean, for, for instance, there's been one as a year group uh, we have noticed within some of the children 
the skill of taking responsibility. Um, it's still, some children still will shrug their shoulders when asked why they might have done something because there's a, there's a distinct cutoff between not being able to function of why they have. Mm. And that knowing that actually, do you know what, you're 10 months from 10 years old, you are responsible effectively for doing these things. And so we have sort of envisaged a few, not case studies, but certainly scenarios I think are really useful to share yeah. with children to say what do they need to do I mean it's it's a it's a tricky thing isn't it you to, to teach responsibility but I think if you can make children aware of what different options you could have in certain situations then you might be able to guide them towards the the correct one for them at that time yeah yeah Doug it sounds like a really worthwhile and interesting action research project and um over the next few weeks, year groups are going to be um, talking about their about their project. So thanks um, for being the first one. No problem. Thank Actually, you. next week I'm going to be talking about what we what we're doing in year two. Um, but certainly at the end of the year, um, head of years will get an opportunity to then sort of come back onto the podcast and, and, and feedback about yeah, how things... Yeah, and have... I think what we're hoping as a school to do is in a very brief format just to share some of these... Find, it's not findings it's not totally empirical is it but certainly you know in a sort of qualitative way some of the findings we've, we've found that have worked for us I think that'll be a very, in a very short format that things that might work because other year groups as you'll find out are doing quite targeted interventions in reading in maths and things like that so I think it'll be useful to see what the top level patterns from that are so we'll keep you informed of that too Yes, indeed. Okay, well, I look forward to having that conversation with you in a, in a, in a few months. Absolutely. Thank you, Matthew. Thanks, Doug.